Here is a brief to think about. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Never a Dull Moment, a talk show and podcast for angels and founders. Ziad of Boston Harbor Angels has fun with co-hosts and guests as they discuss and debate all topics from the world of startups and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the conversation. Now, here they are. Enjoy the show. It's, it's, it would be interesting for people to know your expertise before we jump in and uh, or how we came about. So the, the, this, to set the stage, yesterday we had an investor meeting and the topic of safes, raising money through a safe or a convertible note, or mostly we're seeing some safes lately. Um, and there was a big debate. We don't like safes. We like safes. So I thought it would be a great um, reason to have this discussion with you, Andy. And um, I know you deal with this all the time. So let's just rump- jump in. Do you like safes? <laughs> well, I think safes, uh, first of all, it's great to be with you, Ziad, uh, and to your listeners around the world. <laughs> so thank you for this opportunity. Um, I think safes certainly uh, form uh, a role in capital fundraising for both companies and investors. Um, and it really depends on the circumstances. Uh, as to how useful they are. And I think it's a timely topic because it's actually been 10 years since the Y Combinator out on the West Coast introduced safes in 2013. So 2013, yeah. Yeah. So we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary of safes. And, you know, during that time, they definitely evolved. Well, uh, it seems from what I hear, they evolved and look more like convertible notes. So... So just to set a little bit the stage, so when you raise money, you can raise it, you sell shares, that's equity. The other two more common ones are convertible notes and then safes were created in 2013. And those are the two methods where basically uh, a founder borrows money from investors and that money will turn into shares later on. Does that sound, does that sound simple enough? Well, Ziad, you know, it's interesting you use the term borrowed. Um, certainly with the convertible note, that is debt, and uh, they are borrowing money, and that money, as you say, would convert into the next equity round. Um, with a safe, you know, there's some disagreement as to whether it's a note or whether it's equity. And typically, safes don't have a maturity date like a convertible note would have. And so most people treat a safe as equity. There's no promise to repay that money like there would be with a note that would have a maturity date. So that's one important distinction. Although I would say that I have seen in audited financial statements, sometimes a safe is recorded as debt. And I'm not sure I understand exactly why, but that that audited statement I saw was by a big four accounting firm so there's still some disagreement so you so on the creditor list a safe will not show up but a convertible debt would right if if i don't know the company goes bankrupt and money is paid back to debtors it's more it's it's more likely that the convertible note is there but not the safe does that sound reasonable well i'm not an accountant but yes uh 
you know, the, you know, in a bankruptcy, what the safe would be entitled to may depend on the terms of the safe itself. And, you know, I think most terms of the safe would provide that they would get their investment back. So it is possible that in a bankruptcy situation, the safe would be entitled to the principal back in advance of the um, the other common equity holders. So okay. whether that would be debt or whether that would be a form of preferred equity, uh, I think could be subject to some debate and maybe a little bit beyond the scope of my expertise. I'm not really a bankruptcy lawyer or an accountant. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll go to the core of your expertise. And so the convertible note, so what they did, right, is they took a convertible note, stripped it of the, let's call them investor-friendly areas, made it more founder-friendly, and uh, and called it safe and released it into the wild. And that's what we ended up with. A wild animal, yes. Yeah, uh, specifically, there's typically no interest, right? We, there's, there's no interest on a safe like there would be in a convertible note, which can create some complications. And the, as we discussed, there's no maturity date. And the maturity date is what makes it into debt. I'm assuming, or the combination maturity plus interest, that's what turns it into actual really debt where you have to repay it. And if you sit on it indefinitely, um, you accumulate more, more interest. So the founder, so right away we think, okay, well, the founder has no pressure to convert that document, debt or no debt, into equity. They could just sit on it for a long time. Yes, they could. And, you know, that's a risk with um, with safes and to a lesser degree with with convertible notes with extended maturity dates. Namely, you know, the investor is taking the risk up front um, when the company is at a point where there's more risk uh, and it may not convert for a long period of time. And when it converts into equity at that time, the company may be worth um, a lot more. So the investor is not may not be compensated for the risk he or she is taking when they make the safe investment. Okay, and and that is that is a big deal, and that's where you have a cap plus interest. So that are in the favor of the investor. So the longer it takes, if your valuation in the next round goes up, you have a cap. And then if you it takes a long time, you have interest. And so the other question is, are you, people talk about, okay, the shareholders, we're selling the company, we're making a big decision. We need shareholders agreement. If the only way you've raised money is through a safe and even a convertible note, do you have shareholders? Well, we're, you're really throwing a lot at me here early in the morning. <laughs> you know, safes do come in a number of different varieties. I mean, there are really five variations of your typical safe. Um, and, you know, the safe holder is not a stockholder. Okay. So there's no right to vote. There's no right to dividends. Not that companies at an early stage typically pay dividends. But you're you don't have the and you don't have the 
the, the rights of a stockholder under state law. So uh, you're not a stockholder, uh, as you would be in a so-called price round, where you actually get the equity up front at a predetermined valuation. And they, they claim also the idea is that people always say, well, I don't know the, the right valuation, so I'm raising money on a convertible note or safe uh, because I don't want to price the round. You hear that? that quite that's often. exactly it. It, it, so, it sort of fills the gap where the uh, entrepreneur uh, fills sort of the valuation gap, where the entrepreneur may feel that uh, the, the company's worth more than the investor believes and the entrepreneur wants to raise a limited amount of funds and the investor says well I don't think you're worth much and the entrepreneur thinks they're worth a lot more and they say well I'll tell you what let's let's defer the valuation question and I'll just give you money now and it will convert into a the next round securities when you raise a little bit more money and I'll get the benefit usually of a cap on the valuation and or a discount to the valuation. And that's where some of the variations in safes lie. And, you know, convertible notes are somewhat analogous, but I, for this discussion, I'm focusing on safes. So there are safes with valuation caps or no valuation caps, and there are safes with discounts to the next round or no discounts to the next round. And, and in general, safes don't have interest at all ever, or you could also add interest to the mix. You know, this, the typical safes don't have interest. They just convert into the next round. And interest, which are in convertible notes, can create difficulties up for an entrepreneur. I mean, it, it adds to the principal often, and it's likely taxable. So it, it creates complications. And most people... Um, when they're making these investments, um, are not really in it for the interest. So I would argue that the safe sort of eliminates that complication. Okay, so that's a good point for the safe. <laughs> yeah, and, and the the um, I mean, obviously, you want to make it easy for founders to raise money because they're building a business. You don't want them to spend all their money dealing with the details and uh, of fundraising, which is also expensive, legal, accounting. Um, but you want the right tool for the right situation. Is is a safe or convertible note a bridge to somewhere? And in some cases, it's becoming a bridge to nowhere, right? <laughs> what, what do you think about that? Well, you're absolutely right on, on all these fronts. You know, a safe does offer an entrepreneur just a simple instrument to raise money fairly quickly. And it, it does indeed reduce legal fees because, you know, the forms are out there. And so, uh, you know, convertible notes can be a little bit more complicated. And sometimes convertible notes include warrants, which is another, you know, document that you have to that you would have. Whereas a safe is just, you know, something simple. So for an entrepreneur that wants to raise money fairly quickly using a, a form that's available and reduce legal fees, it can be uh much more streamlined to raise money, which is, can be a good thing. Uh, the the issue is that uh, two things. One, which you've noted, that uh, you know you typically want to raise money, or the investor wants to invest their money in a safe or convertible note if there's a next round financing in the near term horizon. 
you know, because they are investing in this future equity. And if if that future round is deferred for a longer period of time, then uh, then the investor needs more protections in the form of a cap so that they're not taking on all the risk early on and not getting the benefit from the valuation until much later when the valuation would go up. The benefit of a low valuation. Um, until and, and they, uh, because sometimes we've seen it where someone raises on a safe and the assumption is they need a certain amount of money to get from point A to point B. And at point B, then things become serious, equity round, all kinds of things. And then they come back and say, oh, we're raising another safe and another safe. And that is uh, an indication of a lack of uh, achieving some milestones, right? Even if you don't know the company and someone tells you they've raised three safes, what, what uh, uh, immediate assumptions or immediate thoughts come to mind? Well, I, at that point, I think it's possible that the entrepreneur is sort of taking advantage of of the safe investors. Um, but there are protections the safe investor can have, can put in. And one of them, for example, is something we've discussed, which is a valuation cap, which sets a cap, which sets the valuation upon which they would convert the safe into equity um, at a at a valuation that's reasonable at the time that they made their investment. It may be a little bit higher than uh, the investor would want, but it's not unreasonable. So if the next equity round is deferred for a number of months or even years, at which time the company has achieved great success, which everyone should want, but the safe investor saying, well, gee, I, I invested like early on. I shouldn't be converting at this high valuation. I mean, I'm happy you did great, but I invested when you were nothing. The valuation cap uh, protects the investor um, because it sets a reasonable valuation that the safe would convert at at that future time when the company eventually raises financing. Now, and some investors mention, never invest without a cap. I some mean, investors never invest without a some, cap. Yeah. And you know, you raise the you raise an interesting point that some some companies um, do several rounds of safes, and there are there's there are two protections that an investor can put into the safe. And I don't want to get too technical here. But one is that the cap could be a um, post-money cap. I mean, the cap can be pre-money or post-money. And if it's post-money, without getting into too many details, it protects the investor from the possibility that the company will raise and increase the amount of the safe offering. So the... The, uh, so my last question, because we can talk about this for hours, and I'm hoping that you would come back. My, my goodness, I hope not. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy to come back, but I hopefully we won't talk for hours on this. The, uh, it, well, <laughs> as we dig deep into some of the intricacies, what who uh, does the document? That's a, a good, an interesting question. Who drafts the document? Um, is it the founder or the investors? It's usually the founder, but it does depend on the sophistication of the investors. Sometimes the investors will draft the safe. And okay. uh, yeah. And then last, last question. Sometimes less sophisticated investors might sign safes and 
that sort of sets it uh, in motion. Like, okay, we have a round and there's a safe. There's not much to do about it. Um, you're, you can, right, tell the founder, look, we need terms of the safe to be changed. And they go back to all the existing investors and say, oh, by the way, we changed the terms. And in general, they're probably better terms for all the investors who've already put money in. Yes, and that, that's an interesting point, Ziad, because the second protection for investors, I mentioned the first one, which is a, a cap based on a post-money valuation, post-safe valuation. The second protection is a so-called most favored nation clause, which, which says that if you raise additional safes or any type of additional convertible security after we've invested in the safe, that are on better terms, we get those better terms. Okay, so that's built in. Excellent. It can be. It can be. That's another variation. Well, so, you need to to work with a good lawyer that can take that into consideration early on. I think um, that could be one of the key takeaways here is that you know safes do come in, in with several variations. And that's one of them. So you do want to work with a lawyer so that both sides are on the same page and they understand what they're getting. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this quick brief. Um, thank you, Andy. And please tell us who you are and, and what you do now that we've talked about this expertise. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm Andrew Myers. Go by Andy's fine too. I've been uh, practicing business law, representing entrepreneurs, boards of directors, and investors for about 30 years. Um, and it keeps me young, keeps me on my toes. And uh, that's what I do. I've got a law degree and an MBA, and I uh, live and work in Boston. Excellent. All right. Great to have you. Great to see you. And I hope you'll join us again. Would love to do that. Thanks, Ziad. Thank you for listening to Never a Dull Moment. We hope you have enjoyed the show. Have a great day and goodbye until the next episode.